0: Welcome into the Fun Astrology Podcast as we begin a new week, April 10th. Thomas Miller, thanks for joining us. Boy, I'll tell you what, we're going to have some quick episodes this week, but not at the beginning of the week. We'll have them in the middle of the week. If you have any questions that you'd like to discuss on here, send them to the Speak Pipe because we have a lot of opportunity toward the end of the week. It does get a lot more clear between now and the big eclipse on Thursday. But today and tomorrow, very significant in the sky. I hope you had a wonderful weekend with your family. I had just an amazing day yesterday. Wow, what a meditation. What a just a morning that I had just deeply spiritual. And especially in light of it being the luckiest weekend of the year. So I hope yours was as well. And if you have kids at home, especially, I just I hope it was a great day for you. All right. Nothing in the sky today overhead. No direct aspects. And actually, tomorrow and Friday are the only days that we do have direct aspects. Other than that, the moon changes signs a couple of times, and then it's a blank slate for the rest of the week. So what are these things going on? Well, tomorrow, which might as well be today because it's at 1247 a.m. Eastern Time, While most of us in the United States are either getting ready to sleep or are sleeping, Venus enters Gemini. Let's come back on that one. Let me do the rest of the landscape. We'll circle back one on that one today, and then we'll talk about Jupiter and the Sun tomorrow, because that aspect is at 6.07 p.m. tomorrow night. So we are definitely applying, moving toward increasing the energy thereof toward that tomorrow. The only other thing tomorrow is at 1.30, the moon moves into Capricorn. Those of you who like to pay attention to voids of course, or void of courses, (laughs) the moon, 6.47 a.m. All of these times are Eastern, as always on here. 6.47 a.m. is its last Sagittarius aspect when it squares Neptune. That's a great way to say goodbye to Sagittarius, isn't it? Squaring Neptune on your way out the door. So there is that little bit of wonky tension, right? I mean, think about that. The moon, our emotions, and our spiritual connection, our sensitivity, our fogginess, our lack of clarity. Boy, on a mundane perspective, that could be a doozy to deal with right there. Fortunately, it will pass fairly quickly. But the void, of course, is six hours and 46 minutes. So most of tomorrow morning for a lot of us in the United States will be a moon void, of course, tomorrow. But we can get ready for it today. Now, this is another one we talked about last week, I believe on Monday or Tuesday. The moon wobble, if you think about it being 14 days back from two weeks from today, then it begins today. I have just said by observing the moon wobble that the 21-day Prior to window seems a little bit wide for me, 14 maybe, 10, perhaps more likely, so that puts us to Friday. In other words, we'll just watch the bandwidth of this week for moon wobble esque type things. It's not a magic line, so we just watch and be aware that two weeks from today, the sun conjoins the north node. Historically, that can throw off some energy. Probably not as much as if it were conjoining the south node, so there is that. Now, I mentioned Friday being the other day that things are going on. The big one then, speaking of Venus, we're going to circle right back to Squares Saturn on Friday. So let's come back and talk about Venus because it does enter Gemini today for a pretty quick transit, just two days after the lunar eclipse. By the way, set your little mind on that next Thursday is the solar, and we'll be talking about that in these days this week that we have a little bit of time. But as Venus moves into Gemini, it is in the sixth house in the equal house system. And Gemini, the sign it is moving into, is on the cusp of the seventh. So let's think of the sixth as self-integration and the seventh as relationships and partnerships. And of course, Venus through or via Libra rules the seventh house. So you see this connection Self-integration, let's stay there with the sixth house, how we process everything in our world is going to have this pluralistic perspective, this dual perspective of Gemini. Remember everything we just went through with Mars in Gemini? We're going to have some of those characteristics here now with Venus, but Venus is a little happier in Gemini than Mars was. Both are in the air element. However, Gemini is the next sign from one that Taurus rules, so you have to factor in the degree or the severity of that. What comes up from this? Well, one, truth in relationships. If there is division in a relationship right now, that could come to light. Another thing that could come to light, since we're moving right out of Taurus into Gemini, do you have another money plan? Do you have a side hustle planned? Do you have a second business that you're thinking about starting. Venus, money, leaving Taurus, money, into the sign of duality. Two forms of income started over the next three weeks. Maybe even started on the eclipse. Robert and I, I think, are still planning on releasing the horary course on the eclipse day. Talking about duality, that's another way of seeing the world because that course teaches you exactly how to go into the chart and ask any question and come up with the answers the way Robert does. He lays it all out. There, Everything is on the table. And see, Robert is a Libra and a master communicator, teacher, like he is so in his element. Gemini, the third house. See, that's what I'm talking about is that kind of pattern or theme here. And if we merge the sixth house of self-integration again with the seventh house of relationship and partnerships, it could be a way to deepen relationships and partnerships. In other words, if everything is clean, if everything is on a good slate, then you can take your relationships to a much deeper, newer, higher level under this energy, especially this is cool because it for leads the sun Jupiter conjunction by about. 18 hours. So you've got that applying energy here toward that there, and all of a sudden you have a very powerful, benefic transit ahead, if you choose to. (laughs) And we always do, because around here, living on our highest timeline is the theme de jour. Hope you have a wonderful Monday. See you back tomorrow, and we will talk about the sun conjoining Jupiter, the luckiest day of the year.